Did you know that King James compiled and wrote a grimoire in 1597 on demonology, witchcraft, Satan, and devils? And did you also know that a few years later, the official authorized King James version of the Bible was released, 1611? Listen to this. In 1597, King James of Scotland published a compendium on witchcraft lore called Demonology. It was also published in England in 1603 when James acceded to the English throne. Then, King James Bible, 1611, the King James or authorized version of the Bible remains the most widely published text in the English language. It's the work of about 50 scholars translating previous scriptures that go back before the ancient Sumerians. Quick question. Have you ordered your MCT8 coconut oil mix yet from KetoAthlete.com? And if not, what the heck are you waiting for? Stuff is amazing. Oh wait, you have ordered some. You love it, right? Oh yeah, it's great. You should read through the comment section about how much people enjoy this stuff. I've received multiple emails and comments about how it's helped people with their diets and lifestyle. Now, you can get a 51% discount and free shipping in the U.S. if you order it from KetoAthlete.com. Ketone levels inside your body boost your metabolism. They boost energy levels and enhance mental focus. Studies have also shown anti-inflammatory benefits. The thing about the keto diet, though, is it's tough. So one thing that you can do to help put your body into the ketogenic state and prime your body is put a scoop of this MCT8 coconut oil mix, once again, in your coffee, your tea, or your water, or your favorite beverage. Get some. You'll be glad you did. And the majority of these scholars were appointed in 1604 by King James. So before the Bible, you have a grimoire written about witchcraft and demons. This is very interesting. Why after? Why not before? And then that makes me question, is there a demonic influence in the translations of the Bible? that people have access to. We're going to talk about it. I'm going to share with you the actual documents themselves. I'm going to share with you the grimoire. Here we go. Take a look at this. King James, Demonology in Form of a Dialogue, 1597, News from Scotland, 1591. This is before the Bible. This is really interesting how there's a grimoire written about demons and then a few years later, you have the authorized version, the supposed word of God, that most people that follow the King James Version haven't even researched outside of what they've been taught at their church or their friends and family or their pastor or their bishop. Very interesting. So you can see right here, this is back in Scotland in 1591. Let me go ahead and read to you the introduction now. The Demonology of King James, the sixth of Scotland and first of England, was written as the royal author states in his preface to prove that the suits of Satan are most certainly practiced and that the instruments thereof merits most severely to be punished. Such a work has more than a passing interest. It gives the student of history and literature a brief and authoritative guide to the darker beliefs of our ancestors. There is too much to interest the theologian and the psychologist while the 
philologist will find the book a mine of rare and curious phrases. To the modern mind, after three centuries of scientific discovery, many of Epistemon's arguments will appear somewhat naive, and it must be confessed that Philomathus and his laudable efforts to draw out the companion's erudition sometimes puts questions which are very inadequately answered. Our greater discernment and weaker faith will scarcely be convinced by the example. Thirdly said, not Samuel to Saul that disobedience is at the sin of witchcraft, question mark, to compare to a thing that were not, it were too, too absurd, still given the implicit belief the conclusions are not illogical. King James makes many shrewd observations, and the 20th century medium would probably confirm that there are 20 women given to that craft where there is one man. The explanation would not perhaps be as readily accepted. The news from Scotland, which is also included in this volume of the Bodley Head Quartos, claims to give a true account of a very notable witch trial wherein King James took a prominent part. The influence of the revelations then made can clearly be seen in the Demonology, which is the first book written on demonology via King James before the King James Bible was released. Although at first sight the cruelty and barbarity of the whole business is revolting, it must not be put down as solely due to panic and terror. These poor women, when their heads were thrown with a rope, according to the custom of that country, were ready to confess anything, but the cruelty of the judges or the credulity of the judges was under Standable after Agnes Sampson had drawn the king aside and declared unto him the very words which passed between the king's majesty and the queen at Vipslo in Norway the first night of their marriage with their answer each to other. Even a stouter-hearted scholar would have found remarkable confirmation of his worst fears in the alarming revelation. Moreover, in destroying the devil's ministers, the king really thought that he was only carrying out the plain duty towards God. Of King James himself, one of the most vivid accounts is to be found in a letter of Sir John. Now, before we get to that, I missed this part. The original of this text is at the Bodleian Library, which, however, lacks pages 9 and 10. These have been taken from wood, B21, the text, not the preface, is reprinted line for line and page for page. Pages are numbered as in the original. The few corrections which I have made are noted on page 82. And the reprint was first published in 1924. So of King James himself, one of the most vivid accounts is to be found in a letter of Sir John. Harrington describing an audience which he had with the king. Soon upon this, the prince, his highness, did enter, and in much good humor asked, If I was chosen to Lord Harrington of Exton, I humbly replied. His majesty did me some honor in inquiring my kin to one whom he had too late honored and made a baron, and moreover did add, We were both branches of the same tree. Then he inquired much of Orlernian's, 
and showed me his own in such sort, as made me remembered my examiner at Cambridge's Affertine. He sought much to know my advances in philosophy and uttered profound sentences of Aristotle and such like writers which I had never read and which some are bold enough to say others do not understand. But this I must pass by. The prince did now press my readings to him part of a canto in Ariosto, praised my utterance and said he had been informed of many as to my lineage in the time of the queen. He asked me what I thought pure wit was made of and whom it did best become. Whether a kinge should not be the best clerk in his own country, and if the land did not entertain good opinion of his learnage and wisdom. His majesty did much press for my opinion, touching on the power of Satan in matter of witchcraft, and asked me with much gravity if I did truly understand why the devil did work more with ancient women than others. More serious discourse did next ensue, wherein I wanted room to continue, and sometime room to escape. For the queen was not forgotten, nor Davison neither. His highness told me her death was visible in Scotland before it did really happen, being, as he said, spoken of it, spoken of in secret by those whose power of sight presented to them a bloody head dancing in the air. He then did remark much on the gift and said he had sought out of certain books a sure way to attain knowledge of future chances. Hereat he named many books, which I did not know, nor by whom written, but advised me not to consult some authors which would lead me to evil consultations. I told his majesty the power of Satan had I much feared, damaged my bodily frame, but I had not farther will to cowrit his friendship. I think I said that word wrong. For my soul's hurt, we next discoursed somewhat on religion, when at length he said, Now, sir, you have seen my wisdom in some sort, and I have pride into yours. I pray you do me justice in your report, and in good season I will not fail to add your understanding in such points as I may find you lack amendment. I made courtesy hereat and withdrew down the passage and out at the gate amidst the main varlets and lordly servants who stood around. G.B. Harrison. Now this makes me think of the influence King James had, the importance of demonology and witchcraft, and if he really did believe he was working for God, God in his mind being right, and then the opposer being Satan, the adversary. And then I wonder how far this witchcraft went and how much of it was just feared because it was not understood. And if there were seers and visionaries that could see the future and it freaked them out and they didn't want that information getting out there, how much of this and how much of this person influenced King James before the official King James Bible was released with 66 books? Demonology in form of a dialogue 
three books. Printed by Robert Wald Grove. Printed to the King's Majesty, 1597. 14 years before the Bible. The preface to the reader. The fearful aboundance at this time in this country of these detestable slaves of the devil, the witches or enchanters, hath moved me, bellowed reader, to dispatch and post this following treatise of mine, not in any wise, as I protest, to serve for a shrew of my learning and engine, but only mood of consciousness, preas thereby so far as I can to resolve the doubting hearts of many, both that such assaults of Satan are most certainly practiced, and that the instruments thereof merits most severely to be punished against the damnable opinions of two principally in our age, whereof the one called Scott, an Englishman, is not ashamed in public print to deny that there can be such a thing as witchcraft, and so maintains the old error of seducies and denying of spirits. The others called Wirves, a German physician, sets out a public apology for all these craft folks, whereby procuring for the impunity, he plainly berays himself to have been one of that profession. And for to make this treatise, the more pleasant and fossil. I have put it in form of a dialogue which I have divided into three books. The first, speaking of magic in general and necromancy in special. The second, of sorcery and witchcraft. And the third contains a discourse of all these kinds of spirits and specters that appears and troubles persons. Together with the conclusion of the whole work, my intention in this labor is only to prove two things, as I have already said. The one, that such devilish arts have been and are. The other, what exact trial and severe punishment they merit. And therefore reason, I, what kind of things are possible to be performed in these arts. And by what natural causes they may be. Not that I touch every particular thing of the devil's power, for that were an infinite but only to speak scholastic-like, scholastic-like, scholastically, <laughs> since this cannot be spoken in our language, I reason upon genius. Leaning. Is that leaning or leaving? A genius leaning species and differentia to be comprehended therein. As, for example, speaking of the power of magicians in the first book, and sixth chapter, I say, that they can suddenly cause, be brought unto them all kinds of daunty dishes by their familiar spirit. Since as a thief, he delights to still, and as a spirit, he can subtly and suddenly, and no, transport the same. Now under this genius may be comprehended all particulars depending Thereupon, such as the bringer wine out of a wall, 
as we have heard often to have been practiced, and such others with particulars and sufficiently proved to proved by the reasons of the general. And such like in the second book of witchcraft, in special and fifth chapter, I say, and prove by diverse arguments that witches can, by the power of their master, cure or cast on diseases. Now, by these same reasons, that proves their power by the devil of diseases in general is as well proved their power in special as of weakening the nature of some men to make them unable for woman and making it to abound in others more than the ordinary course of nature would permit. And such like in all other particular sickness, but one thing I will pray thee, to observe in all these places where I reason upon the devil's power, which is the different ends and scopes that God as the first cause and the devil as his instrument and second cause shoots at in all these actions of the devil as God's hangman. For where the devil's intention is them is ever to perish, either the soul or the body or both of them, that he is so permitted to deal with. God, by the contrary, draws ever out of that evil glory to himself, either by the rack, the wreck of the wicked in his justice, or by the tyrant of the patient and amendment of the faithful, being wakened up with that rod of correction, having thus declared unto thee, then my full intention is this treatise, thou wilt easily excuse, I doubt not, as well my pretermitting to declare the whole particular rites as secrets of these unlawful arts, as also their infinite and wonderful practices as being neither of them pertinent to my purpose. The reason whereof is given in the hinder ends of the first chapter of the third book, and who likes to be curious in these things, he may read, if he will, hear of the practices in this demonomeni collected with greater diligence. Now, if we go back earlier, there was one word in there that sounded like the vril. This reminds me of the vril, the virves, a German physician. There may be no connection there, but there's the vril society that I've heard of that's a German secret society going back predating World War I, I think. And I wonder if there's a connection there. Possibly, possibly not. But let's go back to the end of this introduction to this treatise. Okay, so, but in this daemon omeni, collected with greater diligence, then written with judgment together with their confessions that have been at this time apprehended, if he would know what hath been the opinion of the aunci entes concerning their power, he shall see it well described by Hyperivus and Heminvis, two late Germain writers, besides innumerable other neoteric theologues that writes largely upon that subject, and if we would know what are the particular rights and curiosities of these black arts, which is both 
unnecessary and perilous. He will find it in the fourth book of Cornelius Agrippa and in Vierves, whom of I spoke. And so wishingly, my pains and this treatise, beloved reader, to the effectual in arming all them that reads the same against those above mentioned, errorous and recommending my good will to thy friendly exception. I bid thee heartily farewell. James R. So that's a letter from King James. And that's very interesting. And the reason that's very interesting is because it does seem as if King James is, is generally concerned. And he's he's compiling this treaty of magic, witchcraft, sorcery, and we're going to read this in full. But I just wanted to share with you the introduction because I think that this is fascinating, the implications. And then I'm questioning how much influence this had on compiling the Bible. It's given us a much better understanding on his mindset and the mindset of people at that time of power and dynasties. And they are usurping these new ideas and beliefs and, and sorcery and witchcraft appears to be very prevalent at that time. The question is how much of it is fear versus actual substance or both. Looking forward to hearing your thoughts. Thank you for listening. It's kind of hard to read through this because the, the words are spelled differently. And I did read it previously to make sure that I could do it as smooth as possible. We still had a few hiccups there. So thank you for putting up with me and have a beautiful day, everybody. Be the change you want to see.